listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, this is AfterBuzz TV, the Gossip Girl edition. Tonight's host is Roxy R. Stryer. Joining Roxy will be AfterBuzz co-hosts Phil P. Svitek and special guests Sarah S. Stretton and Roxy's very own mother, Laurie L. Stryer. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 347 347- 855-8269. That's 347-855-8269. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues. Thanks a lot, Rich, and welcome to AfterBuzz TV for Gossip Girls Season 4, Episode 4. I'm Phil Svitek, here with my fellow gossip fans, and we'll break down everything from tonight's episode. In our special segment, we'll discuss the fashion on and off the show. But before we get into any of all of that, let's go to Sarah for the quick recap. Sarah? (laughs) Okay, so, well, Blair and Serena make a pact to stay out of the drama for the day, which obviously goes to pieces, being them. Um, Let's see. Serena meets up with Dan. You see a little bit of sparks fly. Then... Blair goes off and digs up a little dirty secret on Ava, and then they all, all comes to kind of a head at the gala, and at the very end, you see Blair and Serena just alone on their bed. Perfect. Okay, let's bring it back to Vanessa and Dan for a second. So, first of all, my feelings about Vanessa, I don't like her so much as a character, but I do think for Dan, she does seem to be way more right than Serena. She just seems to like a mom to me. Vanessa does? Yeah, like... The whole baby picture just fit her in my head, and I'm not sure I like that. They're supposed to be college students. She doesn't need to be making him breakfast and intervening in his life the whole time. I absolutely agree. She was way too willing to move in with him. It's like she just picked up and and decided to pull out from her dorm, and he hadn't even gotten the paternity test. What kind of thing is that to do? Like, he didn't even know if he was the father yet. And I don't know what she was thinking, just throwing her life away, especially when she's in college trying to get a degree. It's not even her kid. She just gets up and decides she's going to go. I, I don't know about you guys. What do you, what do you think about that, Phil? Or um, P? <laughs> um, well, I think, you know, it's, it's weird. I don't think of these guys as um, college students at all, really, because of their actions on the show. Oh, yeah. And so it's weird to see. But, and, but Vanessa, I feel she's she loves... Um, she loves Dan very much. You know, she has that one line um, in tonight's episode of, you know, you were the only one I loved, but I don't have time. Um, even I don't have time or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, even she wasn't going to wait for him is what she was saying. Yeah, yeah, basically. And and then she goes and he goes and says, I love you into her ear. That seemed absurd to me. First, he can't decide whether to go with Serena. And then he just says that he loves her. That's what I thought was confusing as well. I, I thought he changed his feelings too frequently for one hour and i wasn't feeling the love at the end just not believable no yeah and like 
we mentioned it before. She, uh, Vanessa jumps right in, but they have this whole side note about how she still thinks he has feelings to Serena. So that's just stupid on her part. Like, she's saying she loves him. She wants to be there for him. She wants to move in with him when she thought he had, like, this baby. But yet she's having doubts in the back of her head. Like, why would you just jump in like that if you have any thought that this guy might have feelings for his ex-girlfriend? Exactly. So do we think that Dan is only going for Vanessa because he's not sure about Serena then? So she's definitely his second choice? I think so. I think that Dan is absolutely still in love with Serena. and So he's saddling completely. That's what how it seems to me. Um, I mean, speaking as a guy, you always try to have a second option as uh... <laughs> plant the seeds. Yeah, I mean, you know, as, as uh, horrible as yes, as horrible as that may sound, I think uh, you know every good guy, and I say good in the worst sense, uh, always always has a third or fifth option. Even. Every man's man. Oh yeah, because well, Serena's totally dance uptown girl. You know, Vanessa's kind of this backup girl that he knows he can always fall back on. I mean, like I said before, she was so eager and willing to move in with him. And Serena would never do that. And it's all about the chase with you guys. I know. And, what is it with that? And there was that one scene she's talking with Juliet, um, Vanessa is, and she, she says um, that if she, she confronts Dan about it, it'll only drive him further. Right. So Juliet gives her the advice that she should talk to Serena herself. Mm-hmm. And, she, I mean, this girl is scared. So, obviously, like, for any guy, that's easy prey. I, I don't understand how Vanessa could look at him and say, you know what, Serena is not, she's not making a decision. I at least can make a decision. And then have that be her reasoning for why he should be with her. She wasn't saying, I'm so incredible, you should be with me, or look at me, I'm so much better than her. She was saying, Serena doesn't want you, so you should want me. Like, what kind of desperate attempt to get him is that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I completely agree. I agree as well. It was totally pathetic. Like, I, I kind of just wanted to shake her and be like, he cl- look at the way he's looking at Serena. Like, he clearly he clearly has feelings for the girl. And when, when she stood there in the door and said, oh, well, I packed my bags, but now I have nowhere to go. It's like, you sad puppy dog. I don't want you in his life at all. I want you to leave and stay on the street for a night. I know that sounds harsh, but I just really didn't want her there. But on to Nate and Juliet, because their relationship seems to be a little more interesting. Not to anybody else. Right? Okay. So, Juliet. Interesting character. Who the hell is she? Where did she come from? She's a hobo. (laughs) I, I honestly, she shows up on the show. You're kind of a little skeptical. And then you see her with this Ben character in prison, who you were saying before, how did you know that he... Well, like, if you watch, like, um, the, last week's episode, they mentioned that he's in like, a minimum security prison and that he's a white-collar criminal. Right. So that's normally things to do with, like, fraud, money, embezzlement, things where they're not really worried about people getting into huge gang fights in the middle of the prison. Right, exactly. So his his relationship to her, we still don't really know what it is, but we had her tell Nate that that's her brother. And that he is, quote-unquote, troubled. Now, Do you believe that's her brother? I'm thinking more, but it could be reasonable. I mean, I remember watching last week's episode, and that hand-grabbing just looked a little too friendly to be a, a little flirtatious. A mm-hmm. No, I, I definitely think boy toy. De- definitely not brother. I think she's lying. I don't know why she's going after these people. I thought she was Gossip Girl. 
I totally and completely did until last week's episode when you saw that Gossip Girl tried to take her down. Mm-hmm. Before that, I thought that she had come out on the show as Gossip Girl and was, we were, <laughs> I literally couldn't see the show going any further. But that's, I think, the big question of the night is who who is this girl? What does she want with them? And what is, why do they want to, why does she want to ruin their lives? Why is it that she wants to take them down? Any thoughts on it? I think it has something to do with money. That's my personal opinion, just from his crimes and how you have to get in contact and get inside. It normally has to do with, like, trust and things like that. Usually I think sometimes, too, it seems like it might be based on a past relationship, some sort of vengeance, and that she and Ben are working on some plot. So some money relationship kind of thing. But I, the thing is, we've never seen either of the characters. When I saw her walk in the prison, I thought she was going to be talking to somebody we knew. Somebody that they had wronged. Because, let's face it, Blair, Serena, these girls have effed over a lot of people. They really, seriously, there's been some drama there. So I thought somebody was going to show up. But we don't know this guy. So I think probably more realistically about the money then. That's what I think. It's like money. I mean, it could be maybe like their family connection, like, if they are brother and sister, maybe their parents are wronged, and maybe that's why she doesn't have a place to live, or... Oh, yeah, that was weird, too, with the key at the end. So that wasn't her apartment. No. No. Definitely not. And she's just going there and was obviously paying him to use it. So she... Why is she trying to appear like she has money, or she just didn't want to see her place? No, that was really confusing to me, too. And I also wonder, does she have sincere feelings for Nate, or is that part of the whole setup? Yeah, no, I know know what you mean. Honestly, I think that Nate, I think that he clearly still has feelings for Serena, but he's trying to hide them on having feelings for Juliet, and I think Juliet doesn't have real feelings for Nate, but is just obviously trying to play it off like she does. But I kind of see a future here with... Maybe something she develops feelings for him, and then she's torn between this guy in jail and him. You know, like right. the whole soap opera effect. I don't going know. On. I, don't, I don't think so. I mean, just from her uh, her looks tonight, I didn't buy it. I, you know, I definitely she she was playing him out, and he was starting to. I mean, he was snooping around trying to get anything on her. You know, who? And then he finds out about Ben. Then she diverts away from that. He buys it, and you know. At the end, they go into the elevator together, and she, you know she pulls him, um, and basically trying to seduce him and divert his attention away from whatever her true intentions might be. Yeah, no, definitely, and he was so easily convinced. Well, usually that works on men. That <laughs> well, it's my brother. Well, no, the whole pulling him in and um, pulling him in and sort of. Uh, some sort of flirtation there. I thought that that distraction worked very oh, well. Oh, so like, as let me used... go sleep with you upstairs, now you believe me kind of thing? Yes, I think that <laughs> she was appealing to a head of his head, but maybe not his big head. And this oh. is Roxy getting the talk for the first time in her life from her mother. <laughs> <laughs> the birds and the bees. No, I just thought that was so naive of him. I mean, Nate's whole thing is how Serena wronged him, Serena cheated on him, and then without any sort of proof or any sort of background, she goes, that's my brother. And he's like, oh, okay. Like, he clearly wants to believe that because he wants this girl to be awesome. But why would he not have inquired a little more, known a little more, oh, he's troubled. What does that mean? The person she's talking about is jail. So is, does troubled mean jail? 
Or is she just making up this whole story? But P, wasn't that good enough just for a man <laughs> to have that explanation? Um, I mean, we'll take sort of any explanation most right. of the time. <laughs> just because you, you want to hear what you want to hear? Yeah, I mean, you know, and every guy sort of, you know, we, we try to get down to the truth, but at the end of the day, we sort of lie to ourselves. Okay, so I feel like Nate's going to completely get heartbroken here, and then the lying to himself will be worth it, right? It's a good <laughs> lesson for men. Take this away from it. When somebody, some girl tells you something, you catch her in a lie, she's probably, probably bad news. Get out now. Well, I mean, there's two ways, you know, most two ways most guys go. Um, it's either they lie to themselves or they get extremely violent um, and not necessarily, not necessarily like, all right, um, you know, they're going to actually like do something, but they, th you know, off scene, they, uh, they'll throw something at something, you know, um, yeah. whether it be a water bottle, anything like that. So it goes those two ways. And Pete, you got really into this show. For all you guys out there, Gossip Girl is awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's. <laughs> It is what it is. You have to take it with a grain of salt. Um, a lot of the plot lines are a bit contrived, but at the end of the day, it's just good fun. And so, um, you know, I, I did get into Gossip Girl. And uh, I have another friend, uh, Tyler, um, one of my good friends from Boston. Um, he always wears an ascot every day, and but he's just obsessed with this show. And I still <laughs> now I can start to kind of figure out why. Hey, that's what I said before. It's kind of like a soap opera. It's got all those plot lines and you had sex with my boyfriend and your mother is my mother and we're hooking up and that's what it reminds me of it's, it's always keeping you on your toes and speaking of keeping us on our toes my favorite couple of all time chuck and blair seem to have been a little bit defeated here this eva person i want her gone immediately i i get that she seems to be very sweet she seems to be a nice girl fine She's not that cute in my eyes. I don't think so. Do you guys think she's cute at all? She's very model-esque. She has a model-esque look. I, I mean, think she grows on you. No. Mm -hmm. No, no. Beautiful I, eyes. I mean... Shrinking on me. Okay. I mean, I think... <laughs> her looks, I thought. I mean, you say she doesn't grow on you, but she did nothing wrong apart from perhaps... And that's what I don't like. But she... I mean, you're... Roxy likes the you're drama. Just, I like... You're exactly like Blair now. No, no. I'm not like Blair, but... I feel like every person on the show has so many skeletons, does something wrong, and within three episodes of her being on the show, four episodes of her being on the show, we find out that she was a prostitute, and that seems to be the most we're going to find out about her. Well, that's a pretty big skeleton. Yeah, but the cat's out of the bag now, and there's nothing more we can learn about her. I feel like everybody else... And no one even cared. And Yeah, and, and it was completely it was like, rushed Oof. over. Oh, I'm sorry, the girl you're in love with used to sleep with thousands of men. Oh, no problem. I'm just going to give her $5 million now. Like, what kind of thing is that to do? I, I just don't well, understand. Clearly, Chuck wants to be loved for Chuck and not his money. And so that's what he's all about. And I think he really believed with Ava that he thought that's what he had for the first time. And then Blair took that from him. And like he said at the end, it's war. So we we think that Eva's really good then. You do think Eva is somebody who's good and loving him and 100% through and through, good person, everything's great about her. I did, but I, I could be wrong, but I also no, I think... No, I think so, too. I also think she's gone. I think she is gone. I think that's Off it. Off the and show? Yes, I do think she's 
I don't know. Is she supposed to do more episodes? Because I don't know. I don't know if she's coming back. It seemed to be like the end of the line, and then it would lead to now Blair and Chuck. Getting back together or fighting their way? Well, I would say first fighting their way, and then eventually getting so back ultimately, together. Ultimately. Ask, yes or no, do we see them back together? I see this crazy plot line of this big, huge, all-out war going on between Blair and Chuck, and then Blair somehow actually going and finding Eva. And bring her back. Oh. That's what I see. Ooh. Ooh, a twist. I see something like that. Like, she's gone, but I feel like someone's going to bring her back for something. Does Blair want to make it up to him? Does she feel badly? I just see, like, this whole thing of them just starting rumors and drama and Chuck being bad Chuck. And then it actually getting to Blair. And because I do believe Blair really loved Chuck, that she'll feel bad enough to want him to be good and happy that she'll do something. Or... Why didn't Blair say when Chuck said, why did you do this to me? Because I love you? Yeah. Because she has so much pride and he hurt her so bad. If you remember from last season, he slept with Jenny Humphrey on the night that he was supposed to propose to her on top of the um, Empire, Empire State. State Building. Blair is the queen. Nobody messes with the queen. Not even Chuck Bass, who seems to be the king sometimes. I think that she, even when he came, she came and talked to him in Paris, she said to him, I do not love you anymore, Chuck. And she's not going to go back on that for a long time. The amount of time it took for them to say I love you in the first place, if you guys can remember, it was an epic battle between them. Her trying to get him to say it, him trying to get her to say it first. Those were really hard words. These aren't people who just throw it around like Dan does, throw it around like Serena does. I love you. That's a big one for them. That's a really big one, which is why I was so shocked to see how quickly Chuck seemed to have fallen for Eva because she does seem to be great, and he did. she did save his life, but I really thought with Blair it was the real thing, and it took him a really long time to say those words. So she must have made a big impact on him if he's going to say that so quickly, I guess. And then give her so much money, like we saw. Well, he really did give her money. He was setting up a foundation, so I don't think she will ultimately get her hands on that money. Right, but Chuck do doesn't think? like to be deceived. And she lied about the watch, like he said. At the end, when he completely tore it, she lied about the watch. She lied about her past occupation, if you can call prostitution occupation. And then he thought she lied about the passport. So even though she, she wasn't lying about the passport, she still she still completely played him. She fooled him. And Blair had to come out and tell him the truth and make him look like an idiot. I don't I mean, I don't I don't see at all how she played him, you know. She was the uh, the selling of the watch, you know, that was for Ivan. Um and then and then the passport thing that was obviously planted by Blair. Um so I don't see where where she went wrong at all but maybe that's just me uh, no it's not even that like you're right maybe i'm just trying to pick on her right now because she really irritates me i mean you i i feel like you're in love with chuck and you just can't let him go i, I it's <laughs> the 100 percent truth like i if i was player i would be all over i love you chuck i'm telling you that's why because if she had just said that to him right then he would have said okay he was saying why did you do this because he wanted to know if she loved him I thought it would turn into that moment that no, she might say they, that. they'll never give it to us that quick. I get it. But I'm just saying for a half a second there, 
I could see it. You want it so bad. You want her I to did. Do... No. But... but I like happy endings, so. Right, but this is still very early on in the season. You know now, happy endings for, for later on. You can't fix everything before we even start. But on that point, Blair... Is she ever going to stop causing drama, as you were saying that you think she might try to put them back together? I just don't know if I could see it happening, because she just, at her core, seems to be filled with drama all the time. And she doesn't want to see anybody happy without her. She doesn't, she doesn't want to see Chuck happy if it can't be with her. So you think she'll really go and find this girl... And, and try to make a different couple happy? I just think that they have to do something to surprise. And I don't think she's gone forever. I think they ended it too abruptly. Mm. I think she just got, like, either... It's one thing or the other. Like, either they decided they hated her and wanted her gone and got rid of her as quick as possible, or it's not over. Do you okay. understand what I'm saying? Like, I just... And from my opinion, I just don't think she's gone. It Why would they have introduced her? I think Blair is too selfish, though, to do something like that good for Chuck. I don't see where that would even come from. But at the same time, you know what I loved is that the last scene with the two girls. I thought that was beautiful because at the end of the day, like as corny as it sounds, they had each other. The whole That's time right. they were looking for these guys and they had each other, you know? But, okay, going on to our special segment because we are just talking about these two girls and the fashion this week and every other week, to be perfectly honest, is outrageous in the best way possible, both on and off the show. So we saw a couple things. In my opinion, Blair looks absolutely ridiculous sometimes. Very, like the floral prints. And oh, yeah. that first dress, dress was... when she was getting out of bed in the dress and just... It was uh, unfortunate. Yeah, uh, was... but she pulls it off. Oh, I did not like that dress. I, I, did I didn't either. like it either, but you don't look at her and say, oh, she looks horrible. She looked great. Well, she's a beautiful girl. I looked at her girl. and said, that dress is horrible. I thought yeah, the same exactly. thing. That dress is... But especially when she's best friends with Serena, who, who is such a current fashion plate. I loved her in the opening um, segment when she had that metallic striped skirt on and... The blue blazer and, yeah. sort of had, uh, it was like, like a throwback to the 80s and had sort of, uh, you know, big shoulder pads. And um, I just I just love her look. And uh, Blair's look to me looked like sort of like a housewife in the 50s. With always the bright red lipstick and the over-the-top prints. Yeah. I mean, some of it might be a personal taste, but... I just think, and again, um, Serena's dress at the philanthropic gala was that red dress. Yeah, I've never cutouts. seen with cutouts at the oh ribs before. Gosh. That was that was stunning, unbelievable, beautiful. Boys' perspective, give it to us. Who looked better? Uh, you guys are gonna hate me. For, well, I did like that dress, but you guys are gonna hate me. Overall, in this episode, at least, I liked um, Juliet's fashion the most. <laughs> um, at yeah. the gala, I thought she was so over the top. With the, the patterns and Looks the like big prom. one shoulder and the one, like, ugh. I don't know. My prom, I guess, didn't go so good, so I'm still <laughs> trying to live, relive those moments, perhaps. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was like, I did not like Serena's hair with that dress. With the braid With the it? 
messy braid that I literally thought her hair was stuck in her strap or something. Yeah, by the way, it was falling out yes. the entire night. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know whether wardrobe hair and makeup just didn't fix it at all, but it, it looked like crap at the end. Just There was a rubber band at the bottom, and I was like, okay, pull that out of your hair now. But that blue dress that Blair was wearing, I thought that was actually very pretty at the gala. I thought she looked really good. And also, I don't know why I'm so obsessed with the lipstick colors right now, but the pink lipstick on Serena, that really works for me. I don't like Blair's red one. And this is something that pees over here like, well, why do you notice this? Because <laughs> I love makeup and hair and accessories. And who else bothers me with their clothes? Vanessa. Too artsy. Very bohemian. They, they're just trying to make that contrast between her and Serena, and I feel like they're pushing it so far to make her seem like this bohemian, natural, goddessy type person with the flowy all the time. But and it's the... so typical, like, lonely boy Dan ends up with artsy, lonely girl, and they're both kind of artsy and bohemian and don't have as much money. Like, I don't like that. That's why I kind of want them to separate and, and have their fashion, because he looked good tonight. All black suit and black tie. and He looks real good. <laughs> Coming but... from mommy, he looks real good. <laughs> but um, I thought that, I mean, what's her name, that actress? Jessica Zor, I think is yeah, her name. Yeah, And she's a very interesting looking girl, very unique looking. So I think they go with unique clothing to follow through with that look for her. She's very different looking, I think, with big earrings and very, a lot of, like you're saying, a lot of colors, reds, golds, and turquoise earrings with that. I just thought, you know, yeah. it sort of accentuates her unusual looks. Yeah, no, I, I know what you're saying. And the only other fashion that I wanted to mention was Dan's grotesque shirt that he was wearing for four days in a row. Why anybody, <laughs> did anybody notice that? Yeah. I, I mean... Just thinking about that, like, being around a baby at first and then being all gross and it's like, it was kind of dyed, like, sweaty under his armpit. But <laughs> doesn't know. that show what his state of mind was? I mean, that, hasn't everyone stayed in a shirt for four days or? That, ooh, <laughs> over some breakup, but maybe, maybe not at age well, 19 he said his heart was baby. broken. He said his heart he was broken. Kid. I know. Heart I... was broken. I know, I know, and I I do feel bad, and he did clean himself up very nice. Got his hair cut, which you mentioned, Mm -hmm. and um, he really, really did look good in that black suit. Um, Okay, so, going on to news and gossip. Gossip Girl star Penn Badgley was sent into shock on April Fool's Day this year after an elaborate prank by his girlfriend Blake Lively left him convinced rock star Steven Tyler was his biological father. The actor is a keen singer and guitarist and has often acquired where he gets his talents from. Lively knew of his uncertainty and used that to her advantage to make April 1st one to remember by sending Badger an email from a woman alleging that he was her love child with Aerosmith frontman. She explains, On April Fool's, I thought it'd be a good idea. He's very musically talented and he's always wondered how he got so musically gifted without having musically gifted parents. So I thought, who's musically talented? Who has lots of kids? Steven Tyler. And this only came out recently? I mean, that April yeah, 1st. April Fool's. I, I don't know, though. I swear, it came out a couple hours right before we did the show. I think that's kind of funny, though. I mean, that's, you know, very after the fact. But, you know, I, I say kudos to that prank. Very, 
Maybe if I wasn't the person who was confused about who my parents were, I wouldn't think it was so funny. Yeah, I'm a little bit confused just about that. So he doesn't know anything about his father, and then randomly his alleged woman says she's his mother and says that Steve Tyler's his father? Uh-huh. I'm really confused. Like, does he know, is, does he know, like, nothing? I don't or... really know, but, you know, they do kind of look alike, maybe. I could no, see. No. <laughs> I I'm... could see the dark, dark. I don't know. I think the only thing is that they're both men, maybe thin, but otherwise, he does not have the lips that Steven Tyler has. <laughs> okay. Leighton Meester is trying to do some good by using her own jewelry to help children in need. The Gossip Girl actress has reportedly partnered up with Bulgari to raise money for Save the Children campaign. A silver and ceramic ring that Meester has been photographed wearing will be sold by Bulgari with a portion of the funds being donated. The ring will be available starting October 10th. Costs $370, while $75 of each sale will be donated. Very nice of her. I think this is in some sense an homage to tonight's episode where, you know, we saw watches and jewelry and we saw charities. Yeah. You know, if I was late in Easter, I would be worried about how people were looking at me too because this seems to be the biggest thing she's had going in her career so far, at least for a little, and she doesn't come off as the kindest at all times. So probably donating is a good idea for her here. Well, I hope it's something that comes sincerely from her heart and does a lot of good for a lot of children. And of course that too. (laughs) (laughs) Of course that too. Leighton Meester is starring in a movie, The Roommate. It's a horror film about finding your freshman roommate. Trailer just came out a week and a half ago, and it's supposed to hit theaters in 2011. I hear that after seeing the trailer, you never want to look at her again. I don't know why that is. I couldn't find it online, so where it's come out, I don't know, but she's apparently horrifying in it. Um, And is this rated R or PG-13? What? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to have to do some research. We'll get back to you next week. More on the movie after we find the trailer. I'm already worried about the plot. A horror film based on finding a roommate. Well, don't you (laughs) girls know how that can possibly be true? No, I was in a single, always. I have three. (laughs) And are any of those potential roommate nightmares? I hope not. Yeah, I, I hope mean, not either. I'll get murdered I, in my sleep. I heard that somebody from 90210 wanted a bunch of CW shows, so we'll see how that all translates there. Okay, Penn Badgley starred in Easy A, which is doing incredibly well in the box offices. Oh, it's uh, if you guys haven't seen it, you guys should definitely go see it. It's uh, it's quite the witty comedy. I haven't. I can't say that I have. What is so good about but, it? But, uh, well, S, haven't you uh, partied with... Um, yeah. Um, I've been part of the episode, but I've actually met her a couple times, took an acting class with her at Young Actress Space out in California um, a couple years ago. She's very funny, even in person. But it's really weird, because back then, no one even knew her name. It was just, like, 13 people in a but room. you did. <laughs> very special. Okay, Ed Westwick has been walking around with horrible bruises covering his face and hands. Not much to say in this one. I, re- I really don't know why he, um showed up at a couple places and, and people asked him about it and he said no comment. Sounds like a fight, maybe with paparazzi. <laughs> and also, Ed Westwick has been filming a short video for Nokia N8, which was shot entirely on his phone, the N8 Nokia. I that guess, sounds pretty cool. I guess we'll see it when it comes into stores. I think it was a 10-minute long video, too, so that's pretty good. 
What is he doing in this video? I don't really know. Okay, well, that's about all the After Buzz TV gossip that we have for the night. Clearly, Gossip Girl is heading into extraterritorial uh, territory. <laughs> very, very sneaky. Okay, predictions on next week. I think that we, we discussed a little bit that we don't think it was gone forever, but we don't think she's showing up next week, no. No, but I do think that the war between Blair and Chuck will start next week. Okay, so we'll be sure to see some drama between the two of them. I think so. And... Some some Ben stuff will come up with Nate and and Serena and of course Juliet. So I, I think that's about it. More more drama, more gossip. I mean, from the episode, all I saw was who slept with who. I mean, that was literally like Rumor the mill. question everyone kept asking each other. Right. And uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and and that was about. All, all the things. You know what? It's just different variations every episode, which is why I love it so much. You never know where you're getting, but there's always some drama. Do you think they're going to bring on some uh, new romances for Blair and Serena? I see a new man coming our way for, for what? Serena. For who? Serena. Hmm. I see some new man. Maybe a little fight between. They seem to like to make her suffer a little bit right now and, and have her be alone, Serena, and, and see what she does with that. So I think maybe a little more down the line we'll see that. Yeah, because I don't think those two girls will stay alone as mm. they ended the show in bed together. I think that that I know. won't continue. And, you know, I hate watching Chuck and Nate without those two. I hate it. So what I would hope to see next week is a little little bit of them getting reunited, but I don't think this early on yet. But, I mean, think about it. The last two weeks they've ended both shows with, like, similar frames of them both being alone in a bed. Like, that's true. By themselves. I can't do that Well, forever. I feel like it's like them against the world. Whether it was last week with the keys and the society. It, it, no, but it's a nice message, you know? Like, best friends, like I was saying before. I, I liked watching Blair at the end of the day. She had nobody to go to, and then she remembered. Oh, right, I have my best friend and now roommate. Now that they're roommate, Serena. Just out there and kind of cried with her. Oh, well, uh, thank you. Um, we were so privileged to have Roxy's mom tonight on the show. Thank my you. Mommy. Thank you. It was fun. And one of my closest friends and sorority sister, Sarah. Sisters for life. <laughs> and if you guys want to pledge, what sorority should they look for? Kappa Alpha Theta. For producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer Corey Sheehan, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to host an AfterBuzz show of your own, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com or buzz into our Twitter account or Facebook page by searching AfterBuzzTV. I'll see you later!